Watch this. You're listening to The Word on Long Beach. And now, Jackie Ray. Welcome back to The Word on Long Beach, brought to you by The Long Beach Post. I hope everyone is doing very, very well. As we start this 2022, I know when I say I hope everyone is doing well, that has an entirely different meaning right now with all that we're seeing with COVID and it's dominating our headlines. It's just a lot. So I really do hope that you guys are all taking very, very good care of yourself and you are doing what you can to make sure that you are safe and your family is safe. As I said, and if you've been reading the Long Beach Post, which you should be, you know that we have had a rise in COVID cases. So with that, a lot of people are getting tested. I love that. That's the responsible thing to do. But I wanted to really see what the mindset was of people as they are standing in these lines to get tested because you can do the drive-through, which is what I would opt to do. But there are also those um, testing centers where you can you have to stand in line, you have to physically stand in line. So yesterday I went to the Doris Topsy Elvard Community Center in North Long Beach because there is a testing center there and I wanted to just speak to a few people from Long Beach and find out how they were doing standing in these insanely long lines and how they were feeling. So I, a lot of people, let me take that back. Nobody <laughs> wanted to give me their names, which is understandable because you're standing in this line. You, you may or may not know. Um, some of the people that were standing in line were had already tested positive. So they were returning to see if they were now going to test negative so they could go back to school or work in some cases. So I understand being a little bit gun shy and wanting to give that name. And I, and I respect that. So we did talk to several people, like I said, none of which wanted to give their names. And I'm going to get to that in a moment, but I do want to just address really quickly. One of the first things that stood out immediately when we arrived on the scene there outside of the fact that we couldn't even see the testing site because the line was that long. It was literally wrapping around to, if you're familiar with that area, there's a bus stop in the back. So there's a line at the front of where the community center is, and it winds all the way to the back of the park to the street. So it was an insanely long line, but it was so quiet. So outside of the traffic noise that you were hearing, it was quiet, which perhaps I'm just a little strange, but for me, that was eerie. And it could be because I'm just the queen of talking to everybody, whether I know you or not. So it could be just a me thing, but people weren't really talking to each other unless they came with each other. Everybody's head was down in their phone and it was just quiet. So that was the first and biggest thing that kind of stood out to me was how quiet, because I'm the type of person that I would just talk to people like, do you, are, do you have it? Do you have symptoms? How are you feeling? That was not the case for anybody there. And that, that immediately stood out to me. Um, some people did br- bring chairs, which was really smart because of the amount of time that you had to sit there. But for the most part, that was not a thing. People were literally standing. There was not a lot of people sitting. Again, I think it's because the, depending on where you were, the, the ground did seem a little damp in certain areas. So maybe you just didn't want to sit on the ground. So I get that. But it was just weird. It was an odd scene to me. But the first group of people that we walked upon were a group of students who they were in great spirits, but they were all worried um, that they had COVID because they all had symptoms and they were prepared to wait 
all day if need be to take this test. So take a listen. How long have you been in line today? For like three hours already. You've been in line for three hours? Yeah. Uh, I felt like really sick. So mm-hmm. like yesterday and today. So I'm not allowed to go to school or my job until I find out if I'm tested, <laughs> positive or negative. So I'm willing, willing to stay until. I'm just worried that I might like get my family sick, I guess, like my parents. I have to be honest, my jaw dropped. I almost struggled to finish that interview because when he said three hours, I couldn't get it out of my head because I know I probably wouldn't have waited three hours. But this is me with no symptoms. Who knows? I likely don't have it. I got tested December 27th, right when I got back from Colorado. And so the likelihood of me having it is very small right now. So I definitely wouldn't have waited that three hours. So I was really proud that these young people knew they were kind of sick and were making sure that they were prepared to stay all day if need be. So a few people did tell us that the normal wait time was between one to two hours. Um, but because there were so many people getting tested that one to two hours is normal. But the reason why these, um, these young people had seen a three hour wait and then a lot of people in that area around them were seeing that three hour wait is because the healthcare workers had taken a lunch between 1230 to 130. So that's what caused the extensive delay for most of the afternoon people. Um, still we were there for about 30 minutes. Uh, we got there about two o'clock. We stayed till, about 2.30 or so, and the line still hadn't moved. So like I said, very long line, a lot of people, people did come in groups. So I'm sure that's what slowed the movement of the line as well, but just a lot of people. So my first thought was, why are you guys all standing here? Just go to the drive-through. That's a very convenient or even a privileged type mindset because some people don't have a car. And I immediately realized that when we met this woman and she was there with her two kids and she was there because again, she doesn't currently have transportation, but her weight also was very interesting because the bulk of her weight happened because it wasn't clear from the signage, which line she should be in. So take a listen. Turns out I've been in the wrong line. So originally I had an appointment and I was trying to make an appointment for my kids, but all the places have been booking. So I was only able to get one. And then I found out that I'm standing in the no appointment line. And by that time, my appointment was over. So I'm stuck here till we get the appointment because I can't take the kids back to school unless we have a negative COVID result. Um, Because I let the school know I had tested positive and I got the results over the weekend. Um, so there was no testing site for me to go on Sunday, um, and I was just so burnt out that I couldn't even function to even try to find an appointment for today mm-hmm. until today. And the, I live by the PCC campus, and that's closed. So we walked there, and as we were walking, they told us there's no walking appointments here anymore. So then I tried Long Beach Airport, and the Uber told me that they can't sit for that either. So then they had to drop me back home, and then I found this location, so another Uber. So I spent, you know, basically way more money today than I needed to um, just to come and get this this test. So now I'm stuck here until I actually get the, you know, COVID results. They used to have, like, the pop-ups everywhere, you know, and unfortunately, uh, you know, I don't have a car right now because uh, otherwise it would not be a problem. But, you know, right now we are out of a car. So yeah. Do you have any symptoms? Yeah. You do? Yeah. What so, are your symptoms? Um, so I've had, uh, from cough, uh, nasal congestion, um, like a migraine sinus headache that has been going on, body ache, um, on and off, like sweating, like right now I'm sweating, 
but then I, then I'm cold at the same time. So, yeah. you know, and then he's showing, he was showing symptoms. He think, I think he has like a little fever that's been on and off since yesterday too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah. and we're all vaccinated. So, okay. so luckily we're vaccinated because I'm sure it would have been way worse if right. we hadn't gotten vaccinated. So yeah. if they do test positive, what's the plan? Uh, well, then I, you know, have to tell my work and then the school and then basically we just have to stay home and, you know, <laughs> yeah, starve. Uh, well, we're hoping that, you know, some, you know, we, we do community work too. So, you know, so we'll just let our, our, you know, tribe members know like that we are have fallen sick and now we're in need of, of assistance. Right. So, you know, um, I had someone drop off food yesterday. Um, like a box full of food and some vitamins, and then um, later today someone's going to be dropping off some like um, juices and stuff to keep us hydrated. It was so good to see her and her two sons because, first of all, her sons kept her laughing the whole time, which was great. So all three of them were in great spirits. She did say that, like she said, she was going from hot to cold the whole time, but she was having a hard time standing because her entire body was aching both Thomas and I went to uh, this location together to film and both of us probably had that thought, like we should probably go get her something to eat, but she was prepared. She had um, Uber Eats come and give her and her children food. So that was great to see. We also met a young lady there who was there to take a test because her sister had taken an at-home test that came back positive. And both her and her sister were there to get an actual lab test to see if that was the positive was actually accurate. So there was a ton of young people there. And I just have to say, I was so proud to see that because we talked to a lot of them and all of them, some of them did have symptoms. Some of them were like the young lady that I talked to where somebody in their family had taken a test and they were positive. They didn't feel sick, but they wanted to make sure, or someone had taken a home test. But I was just really proud to see the number of young people that were, even if they didn't have symptoms, they were there just to make sure. And they all had at the forefront of their mind that they needed to take this test because they didn't want to get any of their their family members sick. So I, I was really proud to see them taking charge in that way. And it, it really did my heart good. Now on the flip side, there was two people there that had visible symptoms, which was troubling. Neither one of them had a mask on. So that was definitely troubling to see. But again, I have to give shouts out because they were not young people. <laughs> so have to give a shout out to the young people for taking this seriously and realizing the importance of protecting yourself and your family. On our way out, we met another gentleman who again was prepared. He didn't have a chair, but he had downloaded some movies because he was prepared to be there all day if necessary, because he was hoping that he tested negative. So take a listen. As long as they have a test, I'm prepared to just stay here for as long as well. Mm -hmm. But it's one on Garfield and Firestone. It was just a rap, uh, rapid test. Okay. Right behind a uh, a Curacao and uh, Edwards Cinema Theater. Most of uh, most of everybody there ended up getting positive. So I was at home for <laughs> an entire week. So I'm over here just trying to make sure that the worst is passed. Even before I tested positive, I was already feeling fever. I had uh, a runny nose, sore throat. I was coughing all the time. My voice was uh, a lot different than it was right now and stuff like that. And how are you feeling now? Much better. Good. No sore throat. I cough every like odd blue moon now, but I can speak. I don't feel like I'm fatigued all the time. So when you first had the positive, were you, were you afraid or did you just kind of know, okay, I just need to take care of myself? Well, I mean, there's nothing I could do. Yeah. You know, I, 
CDC rules, you stay at home. I'm not gonna spread the disease any further. So uh, make sure to do the responsible thing. And because I know, I know there are some people right now who have, who are probably positive. Don't test. Going to work really sick, and they shouldn't. Uh, just be responsible because you don't know who you could get sick and who will spread it to the wrong person that could end up in an early grave. This is so true. You just don't know how this virus is going to impact the next person. So the best thing to do is to make sure we, all of us, do our individual best to not transmit the virus to each other. I have, knock on wood, I have gone this entire two years and not tested positive. And for me, the thought of getting it gives me so much anxiety. My mom just got it. And that gives me exponentially more anxiety because she's older and we know how this affects older people. So just a ton of anxiety that's not only surrounding me, but I know a lot of people because every day we see more people are testing positive from COVID and another variant is making its debut and it's just a lot. So in the next segment, we're gonna talk about some cool ways that Cal State Long Beach has put out there on how we can address this pandemic anxiety. So stay with us. The journalism of the Long Beach Post is free to read, but not free to produce. The work of our journalists takes time, patience, investment, and most of all, your financial support. Through the end of the year, you can make a tax-deductible contribution for our investigative reporting by visiting lbpost.com support. Once again, that's lbpost.com support. Thank you. Welcome back to The Word on Long Beach. Once again, I'm Jackie Ray. And do not forget, as per usual, this podcast is here for you. Technically, I'm here for you. I'm your community reporter. So if you have something that you think needs a little bit more attention or it's something in your community that you think everybody should know about, feel free to email me at Jackie at LBPost.com. We really have made this a lot easier for you. We actually have a hotline now. So you can leave your tips, your message, your email address, phone number, on that hotline that number is 562-379-6736 again it's 562-379-6736 so piggybacking off of what we said in the last segment again there's a lot of anxiety so for me because I'm a reporter and I do often like to take national news and figure out a way to personalize it for Long Beach. I do wake up and start my day with the Washington Post, New York Post, LA Times, all these newspaper publications. And sometimes it's a lot. Sometimes it's very overwhelming. It's it's very saddening. It's disheartening. It's rarely good news until you get to like the the tail end of whatever you're reading. But by then you're just kind of overwhelmed with with so much negativity. So I have personally given myself one of the things that I do is on the weekends, unless it's um, a big news topic, which I'll always know because I'll see it from my colleagues or there are certain notifications that I do allow to ring through on the weekends. But I take a break from social media, from news outlets, and I try to do something that's super fun for me. Usually that's hiking or brunch with girlfriends or just sitting around drinking some wine with girlfriends because you just need some time to kind of detox from the world. So it's, it's, it's just a good practice for me because I do feel like sometimes things kind of get to me. I just, it's so funny. The other day I was watching this video. It's not funny, haha, but I was watching this video that something happened in Brazil where there was this rock that fell on some people that 
we're boating and I was just talking about going boating in a foreign country with some friends of mine. And then there's that fire in New York. And then here in LA, uh, Kelly, Kelly Puente, which is really covering these, this influx of COVID cases just released that we had hit record numbers. And then there was another story in the long beach post about almost 500 teachers calling off on Monday and it's just COVID, COVID, COVID. And then again, yesterday I went to see this insane line. Once we left, the community center, we did go through a drive through area and that line was so long. I could, I couldn't tell where it began or where it ended. So it was just, it's just one of those things where you see so much just confusion sometimes in the world. This COVID thing is crazy. So for me, I've been feeling, I'm always a little anxious because I run a hundred miles an hour at all times, but I've been feeling a little bit more anxious. And then I started reading as maybe it's just me. No, it's not just me. A lot of us are feeling a lot more anxiety because of this ongoing pandemic. So it can freak you out, especially when you're reading these headlines and then you're also dealing with whatever drama that's happening in your day-to-day life or whatever stress, especially if you have a high stress job, whatever stress that comes from your job, you're dealing with that as well. So it's a lot. Working from home is actually stressful for a lot of people because they miss that interaction. So For me, one of the things that gave me a ton of anxiety, and I'm going to thank Mr. Tim Grobeatty for this one, is I have been saving up for a very long amount of time to buy a house in a specific area in Long Beach. The house that uh, Tim Grobeatty wrote about is called the East End. That's not where I want to buy the house. But I was looking at prices for this, and these houses are either at or just below a million dollars. And I would only get 700 square feet more than (laughs) what I have right now in my studio apartment crazy to me. So then it becomes this thought of, do I need to buy in LA? And then of course your phone knows your algorithm and it hears you. And then all of a sudden I I see this article comes up from Stanford about how business are leaving LA because there's not enough uh, affordable housing in the LA County, Southern California area. And then it's just a lot. So thankfully there is Cal State Long Beach and they put together a series of links for students, but it's public. So you can go to Cal State Long Beach and you can see these items, but just a way to help us navigate if if we are feeling a little bit anxiety because of this COVID situation. And so one of the first things that they had on there that I absolutely loved, it's in a big block and it says, focus on what you can control. And I know that's really hard for a lot of us sometimes me personally, I never am thinking about one thing. Even even right now as I'm doing this podcast, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about all these other things that I have to do when I finish this podcast. I have to get it written. I have to make sure my editor can get it. Then after that, I have to drive clear on. You know, there's just a ton of things that are always going on in my head at one time. And just for two hours today, right after I saw this, this block on Cal State Long Beach website that says focus on what you can control. I just did that. And anytime another thought was like, oh my God, once you finish this, you have to do this. I would just shut it out and would just focus on what I was doing. It literally brightened my day. (laughs) So it just made the weight of the day feel a little bit less for me. So the next thing that they say is you should meditate. I have an app which is called Calm, which really helps me meditate. And it, and it sends me reminders throughout the day that says, hey, 
If you haven't taken a beat, take a beat and do a five minute meditation just to help you refocus. So that's what I do. But Cal State Long Beach actually has three different stress relieving, anxiety relieving meditations. They're about four to five minutes that you can use and they're free for you to use. So I'm going to post the link for that. Meditation is, is really important for reducing stress and helping you refocus and it gets you back on track, at least for me. So again, and go back to focus on what you can control. So last week we talked to Tim Grobeatty again. He is just magically appearing in all these podcasts now, but we talked to him and he said that he had to quarantine for 80 days. My mom is older and because she lives with a bunch of seniors, they tend to pass things around. So she has to quarantine for at least 30 days, which gives me anxiety because the thought of her just being isolated by herself and not being able to see anyone makes me incredibly, incredibly sad. And it's all I've been focused on for days. So also Cal State Long Beach gave you some ways that you can kind of circumvent that. So I've been, I think I've shared that on the show before that I've, I talk to her every single morning via portal and we have breakfast together. I am working from home a little bit more now because of the COVID. So whereas before I would do it on the go, I'm doing it sitting in front of my computer and actually eating with her. So it really does help to kind of calm that anxiety. And I know it's great for her as well. Um, and so the Cal State Long Beach has some ways, things you can do. They have a bunch of links on ways that if you are stuck in quarantine where you can kind of find something new to do, you can do a lot of self-care. So if you wanted to learn how to maybe do this new hairstyle or you wanted to learn how to give yourself this new beauty facial or whatever, there's a ton of things that they've linked to so you can learn how to do stuff like that, which I think is great because you do have to keep your mind occupied in some way. So the CDC has some really good advice as well that has helped me along. And one of those things outside of meditating is exercising. So I eat pretty well. So I haven't had to really exercise, but that's probably horrible advice, but I don't exercise a ton. I just try to eat really well. Um, and I don't eat a lot. I eat to sustain myself. I just don't eat arbitrarily. So Um, but they say exercising and I really have to hammer this one home because it has helped me immensely. So on December 20th, I decided I was going to really get serious about my exercise plan because I can't sleep very well. So everyone who has tried, I did hire a personal trainer for a week to try to navigate. Well, so it was like December 15th to help me try to navigate knowing what I needed to do. He was my second personal trainer and he told me something that my first personal trainer told me, which was never work out at night if you have sleep issues. So you should always work out in the morning. That did not work for me because since my day is so full, then when I go to bed, say at 11 o'clock, now my brain is freaked out. Like we have to fall asleep right now because we have to get up at five to work out, which gives me more anxiety, which does not help me sleep. So I just as of the 27th, started working out in the evening. And it has helped me immensely. I don't have anxiety when I go to sleep. I'm usually dog tired when I go to sleep. So I just knock out. So the first bit of advice that I would give you as far as exercising is number one, you should consult your doctor first to make sure what you can and cannot do, especially if you have any health issues. Second, I do think a trainer is good, especially if you haven't been to the gym in a long time. It helps you kind of understand what you need to do for your fitness goals. And then my third piece of advice is 
Once you get all that down and you're solid in what you need to do, then you need to do what's best for you. I don't do a long workout. I'm, I'm in the gym for 30, 45 minutes tops. I do work out four days a week, but it's 30 to 45 minutes tops. And that's including my warm up. So I don't do a lot, but it has helped me so, so much with my sleeping, which sleeping better has helped my anxiety. Learning to stay focused has helped as well. So I'm hoping you guys just find the best workout that you can for you specifically. Just don't care what anybody else is doing. Find the best one that is for you. The last point from, from the CDC was to avoid alcohol if you can, which is a big point because in um, 2020, alcohol sales skyrocketed because we were all stuck at home. That's one of those things that it can become a habit later on. So I'm going to go ahead and co-sign on that. I, I don't say, I'm not saying don't drink. <laughs> drink if, you know, everybody has, a, well, not everybody, but a lot of people have a glass of wine or they drink with friends, but just maybe monitor that so you're not doing that to excess. My last point is go to the CDC to find out these tips to help you get over any kind of COVID anxiety that you have, but be careful reading the CDC every day. I think I talked about that a couple shows ago because things are changing so much. It'll just reignite your anxiety. So I would just take things in incremental doses if you can. But next week, I'm sure we're going to probably talk about different things outside of COVID, maybe the crime increase. But again, if you have any ideas for this podcast, make sure you leave that on our Word on Long Beach hotline. That number is 562-379-6736. Again, it's 562-379-6736. Once again, I'm Jackie Ray. Thank you for listening to The Word on Long Beach. And don't forget, if you have to say a word, make sure it's a good one. We'll see you next week.